That a boy McCarty. I like this song. This is your video cast for Tuesday, May 4th. And first and foremost, may the 4th be with you. It's Star Wars Day. McCarty, who's your favorite Star Wars character? We got to ask this, right? Uh, I never uh, <laughs> I never really watched Star Wars growing up, so I don't have a true... You have to admit, though, Baby Yoda's uh, pretty cute. Yeah, I haven't watched that either. <laughs> but uh, we'll go with Chewbacca. How about that? All right, Chewbacca. I don't even know how he makes that sound. Rigsby is out of the office. Your boy D. Suave is hosting today's video cast, boys and girls. And D-Mac, you're going to have to carry the load a little bit. You're going to have to replace me and direct. But I can count on you, can't I? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'll try my best here. I'm not uh, doing all this stuff over here and then trying to talk is kind of hard sometimes. All right, his is Chewbacca. Mine's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm Derek Kessinger in the Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing Studios here in Bloomington, Illinois. And what a busy weekend we had in the dirt late model world these past five days. We had a plethora of races. We had 24 VOD videos on DOD. We were live all over the country on Flow Racing. It was B-A-N-A-N-A-S, Bananas. Bobby Pierce won 30000 in Boone, Iowa. We had the hometown kids shock the world at Florence, y'all, and Josh Rice passing Hudson O'Neill four to five laps to go in that one. That was a barn burner. And man, oh man, Jonathan Davenport just keeps on winning. He's on an absolute heater. DMAC six wins in the month of April for Jonathan Davenport. Besides him winning, besides Bobby Pierce winning, what caught your eye this past weekend? I'd say my biggest thing is Josh Rice with that fifteen that was a showcase. win at uh, Florence. He is, uh, I think that's his third win at Florence this year. So he's got a fifteen thousand and two five thousand wins at Florence. I mean, is he the favorite going into the North South here in uh, August in a sh uh, couple months? Oh man, that's like three or four months away. And last couple years at uh, Florence, he had that heartbreaking loss to Earl Pearson Jr. last year in July when they raced at Florence Speedway. But I don't know. There's so many heavy hitters there. There are 100-lap races. But the last few four to five, six years to win that race, you might have to run that cushion, bang that wall. And like Devin Moran said in our podcast last week on Suave Talk, that Josh Rice would be one of the guys beating the boards down, and that's what he did, picking up that big win. And it's pretty cool to see him and his brother, Father Rice, all in victory lane at their hometown track. But McCarty, I said a few weeks ago, Jonathan Davenport has a chance, a chance. And Rigsby kind of laughed at me at surpassing his winnings from 2015 and possibly competing with Brandon Shepard in 2019. Is Superman going to slow, slow down anytime soon? Like I said earlier, six wins in the month of April. Could he pass? Brandon Shepard in 2019, that was phenomenal, which, by the way, Shepard will be on the show later today, so you got to keep around. But Jonathan Davenport looks unstoppable right now. He's dialed in. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. He is – I mean, if he keeps up this pace, like he's – like, I don't know. It's hard telling how many wins he's going to have uh, at the end of the year. But he had – I think I was uh, – when I was count, tallying up our wins um, – We'll get to that in like a second, five, but yeah. He had five feature wins in like the last – just two weeks of yeah, April alone. Hero. So um, keep it up, JD. Yeah, <laughs> keep flying, man. Of course, we're giving your we're getting your expert opinion this weekend. And this past Saturday, you went to Fairbury season opener. 
Dustin, how is the track looking? We got to know the Prairie Dirt Classic is happening this year after yeah. taking a hiatus in 2020, obviously, with COVID and other things. I saw your our boy Ryan Unziker picking up the W. Yeah, the uh, El Paso Express picked up the uh, home opener false cup. Um, track looked good. Matt Curl uh, and crew had the track looking really good. I like it. It was kind of different compared to – So not I mean, tacky? Not tacky. It oh, was boy. very, uh, on, very slick. Um, it was very smooth top to bottom, though, so it, it raced really well, pretty even. But uh, you think early May racing at Fairbury, it's usually going to be tacky, hammer down, and it was complete opposite of that. Uh, granted, it was 80 degrees, and there was like a 30-mile-an-hour wind all day, so you battle those elements all day. It's going to be uh, tough to keep enough moisture in there to uh, last at towards like 10 o'clock at night when the feature uh hit the hit the track so other than that great racing uh two weeks almost 15 grand there flow yeah. racing so we got to make Spring. a plug there so they're off and running at fairberry but you know what mccarty i'm good at fantasy football i'm good at fantasy baseball hell i am good at fantasy basketball that's all i do i draft well and me and you and rigsby had that winner's draft a few weeks back J.D. and Bobby Pierce got big W's for me this past weekend. Yes. Uh, Max Blair finally helping Rigsby out. <laughs> he is long gone. It's going to be neck and neck between me and you because I think Rigsby stinks. He stinks. Yeah, Rigsby. Uh, we'll show up this graphic here. Definitely <sighs> in last place. But, yeah, <sighs> he had three, I think, the last time in our video cast, and he finally picked up a fourth one. Uh, I've been sitting at 13. Actually, Brandon Overton, I think, gave me two from the last time. Uh, Zach Dome was close uh, a couple weeks ago at Florence. He uh, kind of got up in the mix. But not but, close uh, Josh Rice ended up picking up that win. So I might just go JD versus Rigsby's team. Yeah, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have just taken Josh Rice if he just races weekly at Florence yeah, every week. Yeah, you could. All we know is Rigsby's not very good. I'm up 14 to 30, 13 on McCarty. Rigsby's way far back, but he's saying Rusty Schling's going to get a big four-win race weekend coming up. I don't know about this, but one more thing before we get to our first guest who's waiting on the line patiently, which we love, Joshua Joyner. Let's show this weekend's slate of racing. It is absolutely crazy. Friday and Saturday, the World of Outlaws are battling out for a possible $40,000 to win. The first time they're ever missed... First time ever they're going to Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Fountain City, Wisconsin. If you win both races, you get that $40,000 bonus, but they have upped the ante there. That race is always awesome, or that race will be awesome. Dustin Jarrett loves that track. He's always giving it up. And then, oh, my goodness, it's live racing galore. LaSalle Speedway for the makeup of the Thaw Brawl. 3,000 and 12,000 Mars sanctioned events. We got Batesville, the bad boy. I saw Jonathan Davenport will be there. Can he continue his hot streak for battling out for five and 12,000? Comp Cam, boys. They always have a great field down there at Mooney Stars Racetrack. Atomic Speedway, another special for them. Brad McCowning Gang, 5,000 and 13,000 for Ironman North events. Whew, I'm breathing heavily here, McCarty. Another yes. race on Friday with Speedway. That's a Spring Nationals race, $10,053. And we're not done. We yeah. are not done yet. That's only okay. Friday's portion. One another on Friday. We got Boyd's $5,000 to win an SAS race. We got Smoky Mountain, Schaefer's Oil Spring Nationals. We are just live, 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 live in McCarty. This weekend in the dirt late model world, 
We have nine races total paying $10,000 or more. I think you're going to have a spread out car count. I think we're going to have new winners. It is shaping up to be a dandy of a weekend. And you would probably not see this many special races three or four years ago. Yeah, there's a, I mean, a handful of two-night uh, racing this weekend at a couple different tracks. So a lot of money uh, to be won this upcoming weekend. So um, like you said, I think car counts will kind of be a little bit smaller just because uh, there's so many races going on. Yep. People spread out throughout the United States. So a lot of good opportunity for some guys to go out and win some uh, big money. Um, I'll be headed down to Batesville for that bad boy 98. That'll be my first time down there. So excited oh. to go down. Oh, okay. That's a treat here. We got to bring in our guest then joining us now on the Integra shocks and Springs hotline, Joshua Joyner and Joshua, the only time, I ever been to Batesville was the topless 100 in 2013. It got rained out on Sunday, but one person in particular, a.k.a. you, had to leave early, and I had to do live updates to you at the airport because you had to make a flight. Just one of the crazy earlier days of Dirt on Dirt, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that uh, that experience shows you how much things have changed. How um, I mean, in today's world, it's you know, there'd be a way to watch that, and I can do the updates from the airport while waiting on my flight by watching it streaming, you know. But back then, we had to, you had to text me updates. Uh, that was many, uh, a lot of memories from uh, from Batesville. Usually, it's about how hot it is and, and climbing the, the bleachers, the big hill up there. But, yeah, that's another one, too. So, McCarty's going to be there in May. won't be as hot, so we'll cut the benefit of the doubt there. But he's headed down to Batesville yeah. in Arkansas. And I mentioned at the top of the show, Joshua, how crazy last weekend was in the late model world. Both national series were running, regional shows everywhere, big money on the line from East Coast to the West Coast. It was hard to keep up for a guy like me. I can't even imagine for you guys staff riding, but help us make sense of this past weekend. How the hell did you keep up with everything? You know, honestly, this was the, the first weekend in a while where I haven't either been at a race or had something going on with family, so it was actually uh, the first time in a while I've actually kept up with everything in, in real time, or at least tried to. I think at one point Saturday night I had Boone streaming on my TV, Florence on my computer, and Clarksville on my iPad. Like on, on top of that, I was also checking in on a local race at one of my local tracks, Deep South Speedway in Loxley, Alabama. I had a few buddies uh, back home running that race, and so I was checking that out as a stream on Facebook. And it kind of it kind of reminded me of a time you mentioned, you know, the NFL football earlier. Kind of remind me of a time for NFL fans, and, and I don't know, Derek, if you're old enough to remember this, but there was you know a time before the Red Zone channel where you would have multiple TVs going on Sunday afternoon <laughs> to keep up with different games and different fantasy league players. I feel like dirt racing has reached that level, and I mean, I think it's great. Just It's just a great time uh, to be a fan of dirt track racing with all that's going on. It makes it tough for you know us trying to cover it, but certainly there's a, a lot of uh, action to choose from just about every weekend these days. And how cool was it to see Josh Rice win the Ralph Latham Memorial at Florence Speedway? It was a big-time win for a kid. And just a guy, a young racer who's had its ups and downs and had some bad, heartbreaking losses at Florence, too. Yeah, it was really cool to see it and to see how big of a win that was, uh, you know, not only for him and, and his, his team and his family, but also for all the fans there. Um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it seems like the fans and the connection he has, a lot of the folks there, like almost they felt what he felt whenever he had the heartbreak, uh, you know, a year ago. Um, and then to come back and win it, I'm sure, I think it just made it even uh, that that much bigger for everyone there, uh, his fans, and, and not just his fans, but fans of that track, I think, 
uh, were probably uh, found it cool, uh, you know, that he won it that way. But, you know, one thing, you know, I think might uh, kind of is being missed in all of this because, uh, you know, most everyone remembers how close he came to winning that Lucas Oil race last summer at Florence. The photo finished there with, with Earl Pearson Jr. And, of course, his dramatic run at the North-South. Um, you know, with all that, it's almost like he's been on this path to get one of those big wins there for over a year now. Like, you could feel it coming. And I think, um, you know, it's worth remembering that, you know, this is a guy that also went through a lot of uh, not only heartbreaks but setbacks during that same stretch. He had, I, I remember he had a, a blown motor uh, on the first lap of one of the Eldora prelim right. night I features last year at the Intercontinental Classic, starting on the pole and uh, of the feature and, and blows up a motor on the, on the uh, coming off of turn two on the opening lap. Um, you know, I know there was a couple other setbacks he and his team, um, you know, had to had to get through. That obviously was a big one. But, you know, for Josh and his team to have to uh, overcome all, all that adversity, um, you know, on the way to getting that win Saturday, I'm sure, you know, those guys, that makes, uh, you know, a win like that, it's already a big one. It makes it even sweeter. Anything else catch your eye this past weekend? Bobby Pierce winning 30000 at Boone. J.D. continuing his dominance. But I feel like, Joshua, you like the mid-level, the lower-level guys. You always have your eyes on them. Did anything else catch your eye and you think, you know what, that was pretty cool to see that happen? Yeah, you know me pretty well. I'm always keeping an eye on the, the regional tours. And, um, you know, under kind of under the radar there, we had a couple more uh, first-time winners. Uh, first-time super late model winners, not just uh, on their on their respective tours they were running, but you had um, – uh, you had Georgia teenager Peyton Freeman getting his first super late model victory in Saturday's Southern All-Stars race at Clay Hill. Uh, he's a kid, um, I think he's still in high school, but he's a kid that's been impressive this season, his first uh, super late model season, and been impressive just for how consistent he has been, you know, as a rookie running, um, uh, his, like I said, his first super late model season and also his first year touring there with the Southern All-Stars. It's, it's impressive. He's not just leading the Southern All-Stars points right now, but he's kind of starting to run away with it. And those guys uh, – uh, Billy Franklin and some of the other, you know, series regulars are going to have have some catching up to do, um, and it's kind of surprising to see a rookie uh, ahead like that. Uh, you also had Clay Knight getting his first Super Late Model win with the Ultimate Southeast Tour there at Lancaster. Um, just seems like like this year we've had a lot of new faces popping up, winning races, especially at the regional level. Uh, you know, a lot of them are young and up and coming guys. And I think uh, again, I think it's a good sign for the future of the sport when you're when you're seeing that on a regular basis. Yeah, Josh, I got a question. Uh... Kind of leaning off that, um, who is someone like up and coming down kind of in uh, a year from down south in Florida? Who's someone you're looking uh, at in five, ten years to like really kind of be making their way towards the top, an up and coming driver from your region? And then I guess leaning off that too, who do you think um, could be a sleeper for this upcoming week? And there's several large races going on. Uh, who do you think could uh, knock one off this weekend? Joseph Joyner, that's who I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think Joe, I don't even think Joseph's gonna gonna be racing. It's a perfect opportunity to go run uh, the 10,001 crate show at Needmore, but he just just had a baby, so he's kind of oh. missing out on a lot of racing here lately. But uh, um, but no, I, I would I'm actually gonna I'm gonna mention I already mentioned him, but I'm gonna you asked about an up and comer to keep an eye on, and I think it's Peyton Freeman. I mean, he has been it's kind of astounding what he's been able to do. Again, a 17 year old kid, he may be 18 at this point, but a young kid. Uh, he hasn't had a lot of super late model experience, and it's not that he's, um, you know, that he won this race. Like he's he's been on my radar for a while now because I actually wrote about him uh, in a lead up to um, the Southern All Stars opener, um, and I've been kind of following him, and he's just been consistent. I mean, even the bigger races, uh, at Cherokee Southern All Stars at Cherokee, I mean, he had a seventh place finish in a stacked field there, uh, in his one of his first races at that track. He's a guy that's shown a lot of 
patience and uh, um, consistency, uh, and now he's getting a win, I think you're only going to see him get better. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him pick up some wins, um, some big wins even, um, you know, with the, with the Southern All-Stars and, and other series uh, going forward this year and into the future. This weekend, we have a barrage of coverage of live races, on-demand races. Lucas Oil is off this season. They always take off Mother's, Mother's Day every single every single year. But the World of Outlaws, obviously you mentioned earlier, are at, in Wisconsin at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. With all this racing going on, nine races paying $10,000 or more, what event are you looking forward to the most? You know, I'm, I'm really interested in looking forward to the Comp, Comp Cam's uh, Bad Boy 98 weekend there at Batesville. Uh, you guys kind of alluded to it already, the field that's going to be there. But you got a 5000 to win uh, show on Friday and then the $12,000 finale on Saturday. Um, to me, the Comp Cam's Tour is one of the most underrated regional yes. series in the country as far as competitiveness right now and, and has been for the past couple of years. But this year, you have, you know, six or seven really strong guys running that tour. Uh, Logan Martin, Brian Rickman, Kyle Beard. You know, that's your top three right now. And then you go back even further, you've got Ashton Winger's been running it, Morgan Bagley, B.J. Robinson. Like, it is a a, a stout field uh, of, of regulars. And then you also have, of course, other names that drop in every so often, you know, the hit and miss races, uh, which this week, you guys kind of mentioned it, you're going to have some some really big names, I think, uh, with Jonathan Davenport indicating, I think I saw on his website that he's going to be there. Billy Moyer coming back for the first time since, you know, the, the, oh, the near miss there. The video's uh, playing right now. Final oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So to me, you know, that's the storyline there. You got these two uh, big names, and you may have a few others pop in there, some surprises. Uh, you know, that's, a, that's the storyline is how are those, uh, those talented series regulars going to stack up against some some of the big names, uh, especially two that are the best in the business at Batesville, among the best in the business there with Davenport and Moyer coming in. It'll be uh, be an interesting to watch for sure. Joshua, we finally got the announcement a couple weeks back. No, not the decision by LeBron James, but the announcement of Eldora <laughs> having two dirt late model dreams in the same week. A driver could win over $250,000 in 48 hours. That is absolutely wild to me, especially at a track like that with that much magnitude. I also think Big E will be a madhouse. They're going to have some fans in there. I think it will be a legendary night at Eldora. How great is this event looking right now? I am licking my chops. Yeah, it's it's exciting to say the least. And, you know, it's just wild to me how much has changed at Eldora in what's really a short amount of time. Uh, You know, when, when I went to Eldora for the first time, you know, back in my early days with DOD in 2011, which, again, only that's only 10 years ago, we were still having Tech Day on Thursday, qualifying on Friday. There was literally no racing on Thursday or Friday. They didn't start racing until Saturday. And back then, even then, I thought that was strange, uh, how the, that format worked. And when I would say that or, you know, talk about that, everyone would be like, well, that's just how outdoor is. And, you know, the tradition here, and they always stick to tradition. It just shows how far we've come that these days Eldora is pushing the envelope on just about everything. Right. And here they are doing it again uh, with with these, uh, you know, th- these two big weeks of racing and all their racing, you know, uh, just a big, big year at Eldora. Um, and I think this going to, you know, for the Dirt Lake Model World, uh, it was going to be all eyes on Eldora for both the Dream and, of course, the World Week. Uh, so there's going to be a, just a lot of action. Should be, you know, plenty of storylines to cover, plenty to watch. And like like you said, I, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait for it. Last question. We're entering May. It's May 4th. First off, who's your favorite Star Wars character? It's uh, Star Wars Day, so I'm asking all the... <laughs> I don't... 
I, I'm, I don't, I don't even, I've never seen a full Star Wars movie, so. Oh, <laughs> I feel bad, I haven't one. either, Josh. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick Luke Skywalker, but summer will be here before you, you know it. What driver you think will make some noise here in three months? So when we get to August, Summer Nationals is over, February just completed their race, we get to the USA Nationals, who's that driver we look back on and said, damn, he made some noise there this summer? I may be taking the uh, the, the low hanging fruit here, the easy answer, the safe answer, but I feel like, but I'm going to go with Bobby Pierce. Yeah, you know, he seems to be right now. He's heating up, and he's a guy that you know is going to do a lot of racing over those three months. A, a lot of big races, obviously, but I'm sure he'll mix in a lot of the summer nationals races uh, as well. And just with the sheer amount of racing that he'll do, if he's on top of his game, as he appears to be after two big wins with the Outlaws uh, in less than a month's time here. Um, in April and into May, I, you know, I, I think you're gonna, he's going to be a guy you're going to see win a lot uh, of races this summer. Joshua, you are a natural. You're better than Kovac at this thing. That's, a, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's quite the accomplishment. But I liked having you on here today and uh, appreciate your time. And you guys are doing great work with that podcast. I like how you spearheaded it. But uh, all in all, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, yeah, don't forget the Dirt Reporters podcast. I know we're not as uh, classy and, and uh, you know, we don't have the production value of uh, the other shows on Dirt on Dirt, but uh, <laughs> Todd Turner, uh, Robert Holman, Kevin Kovac, and myself, new thing we got going every Wednesday uh, on the uh, on the website, dirtondirt.com, and, of course, in the podcast feed. Uh, check it out. We'll keep you updated on everything going on in Dirt Lake Model Racing. So we let you guys come on your our show. Is there any chance that, you know, we get to be on yeah. your show at all? I, I know it's sports reporters, but... Uh... Or, Dirt track reporters. I mean, but. I, we, we, we we have to have standards, you know. Yeah, so true. I don't know. I'll talk wow. to you guys and we'll see. All right. Well, Joshua. I'm, I'm okay. sure we can get you guys on there. All right, Joshua. <laughs> have a good one, bud. All right, guys. See you. We're going to step Ooh. away for a first set of commercial breaks. When we get back, Brandon Shepard, the World of Outlaws Series points leader, will discuss the big money weekend in the Dairy State. sacrifice you're the fire that burns within what will you do to become legendary Looking for the best race shirts on the planet? Impact Race Gear has you covered. 
with first-class artwork and state-of-the-art screen printing equipment. We service the entire racing industry from dirt late models, sprint cars, modifieds, to asphalt and drag racing. For shirts your fans and sponsors will love and deserve, be sure to call on Impact Race Gear for your next project. Visit our website at impactracegear.com or call 1-877-743-8337. We make it easy to get the best race shirts on the planet. Back in the flow racing in the DirtOnDirt.com studios, Bomb Chevy Buick is Central Illinois' number one dealer and has been family-owned and operated since 1928. Crazy, almost 100 years. And I'm not just saying this either. They are the nicest people in the car and truck game I have ever met. Hit their website now and check out their amazing deals. And keep in mind, guys, if you buy a car or truck from Bomb, a free lifetime subscription to DirtOnDirt.com and Flow Racing. So, McCarty, you better get yours soon so you have a chance to have a lifetime subscription just in case you don't continue to work here. That's a great deal. I mean, just think about that. $150 a year over 10 years, that's a lot of money. A lot of money. The World of Outlaws are at Mississippi Thunder, and it's the headliner of the weekend racing for $12,500 on Friday and $22,500 on Saturday. It's the first time the Woo Boys have even been to the Wisconsin Oval. Should be a fun one. And joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is the driver of the Rocket One team, Brandon Shepard. Brandon, I said at the top of the hour, the Outlaws are making their debut at MTS. I texted you yesterday asking, have you ever been to the Wisconsin track? And you responded flat out, no. There isn't too many tracks, let alone in the Midwest, that you haven't been to, is there? No, there sure isn't very many, but uh, that's one of them. And we actually went there and tested there um, back in, I think it was 2017 or 2018, just uh, while we were on one of our swings up that way. So uh, at least we've made a few laps around there, and it seems like a really fun place. I know I've watched some uh, some modified racing from there, and it seems like it's pretty awesome. So I guess we'll see what we got. How does Brandon Shepard prepare for a track i know you've had laps on it but never racing a track there how do you prepare for a race like that do you watch videos from the past do you what like what do you think about it when you go to a track like that yeah i like to try to watch some videos and just see what the characteristics of it are and uh, how the racing is and then of course you know without being there and and uh you know doing it myself it's you know, at the end of the day, we're kind of winging it and, and going to give it our best guess to start and and go from there. You know, it's a, it seems like it's got some pretty dark dirt, uh, you know, kind of typical Wisconsin-style dirt. So, you know, we've had a lot of success up in that area. So hopefully we can continue that. All right, Sheppy, it's D-Mac here. Uh, I got a question for you. So, I'd say the biggest narrative this year in dirt late model racing is that you only have one, one win so far. And I can't imagine how sick uh, you are of hearing that. But in my eyes, a bigger picture is like your consistency uh, with running the world outlaws this year. Uh, You've entered 15 races, started 15. You have 10 top tens and five top fives. But the only thing people can talk about 
is how you only have one feature win. And it was technically a prelim, so it doesn't count towards a technical woo win. But I know ultimately the goal in this sport is to win features. But in essence, you're still winning <coughs> by running consistently. Uh, and this could basically go towards your third consecutive World of Outlaws championship. I know that's one of your guys' goals uh, as a team at the beginning of the year. So can you just touch on your consistency throughout this year and just give the narrative that, you know, winning is, isn't everything, but essentially that is the narrative of our sport. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, our consistency at the beginning of the year really wasn't what I wanted it to be, um, <clears throat> but we were finishing races. And uh, we were working hard on the car, trying to trying to get everything back going. And um, we're starting to get some better consistency. You know, we're starting to put together some uh, some top threes and stuff uh, consecutively. So that's in order to win a bunch of races, that's what you got to do. You got to uh, be in contention every night, whether you run third, second, or get lucky and get the win. Um, so being in contention is <clears throat> kind of where we've been lacking uh, most of the year, you know, we've, we've had a decent car and we've, you know, just haven't really put ourselves in position to get the win. So, uh, we're get, we're starting to get some consistency back as far as running up front. And that's what it's going to take to, um, to get some more wins anyway, our, as far as our championship consistency, I think we're pretty decent. We just got to start you know, we got to keep this thing up front and hopefully some wins come along because they definitely make it um, the year go a lot better for sure. And that was gonna, I was going to ask you that, Brandon. I feel like when this team gets their first win, it could be this weekend, it could be in two weeks. I just feel like it's going to knock the door wide open and everybody should run to the hills. I think your guys' confidence level is still there. I think outside looking, I think you guys all think your car is the best team in the best car in the country, best team in the country. I think you can, when you get that first win, it's going to open up the floodgates. Yeah, I sure hope so, man. We've, uh, that's usually how it goes. Usually it takes a while to get the first one out of the way, but, but not this long. And it's been, uh, it's been a rough go, you know, start to the year whenever you're used to winning some as many races as we have by now, um, to not have one yet. It's definitely frustrating, but, um, you know, our, the whole team's confidence is getting up higher and higher every week, and uh, we're getting closer to the front uh, more consistently. So that's, like I said, that's what it's going to take to to rattle off some wins, and we're really close. Uh, we just things just haven't played our way this year, and um, you know, we're working hard on these things, trying to trying to get the car dialed in, and I think we're really close. So. Uh, Hopefully in the next few weeks you see us in victory lane. All right. On a lighter note, I saw recently some pics of your son Jace wheeling a quarter midget or something along those lines. Are, are your racing years com coming to an end? And maybe we have a new generation of Shepard coming up? And I know he tried it a few years ago, and you kind of said he wasn't a big fan of it. But I feel like the older he's getting, the more and more he's liking it. Yeah, he's getting into it more and more. And... You know, we've had this car for him for a couple of years, and and uh, he's kind of been hitting around to me that he wants to get going in it. So we put him in there, and, and uh, for USAC, he's got to do two practice days, and then he can get going. So it's definitely um, going to be some fun for me and, and my dad, of course. My dad's going to take him some, and then uh, Joe Parga, Jose Parga's dad, 
uh, helps out a bunch on that. And then Jose too, um, you know, just, uh, it's a family deal. And, you know, I knew at some point that he was going to want to race. So I've just kind of let him do his own thing and work his own way into it, you know? So he's been, he's pretty pumped up about it and, uh, it's definitely going to be some fun for us for quite a few years i'd say i don't know if he's ready to replace me yet but uh you never know maybe someday he will all right it's may it's may 4th how excited are you for the summer months we can put the past behind us you got big pain races you got summer national races you just got a plethora of different options coming up here in the next four to five months i feel like Nothing better in dirt late model racing is the summer months during the crown jewel seasons and all that. I feel like you feel the same way because you grew up cutting your teeth racing throughout the entire summer. Yeah, I agree. You know, the the Midwest really hasn't even fired up yet, really. It's still a little bit chilly, and and uh, the local tracks are just now starting to get going. And and uh, usually these summer months, like you said, there's that's when all the big races start happening in the Midwest. and. Uh, that's kind of my favorite area in the country, obviously. And, you know, we definitely got some high expectations for this summer and, and we got some exciting stuff, you know, with the, uh, the new Eldor deal and, uh, just the outlaw schedule and a few other races that we're going to run. It's going to be, it's going to be an exciting summer. I think. How's keto going for you at Bristol? You're on like week one. Yeah, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. I'm having fun with it anyway, so. Well, I'm just making sure. Does your dad still hate me? Because I was like one of the last questions, the Bristol one lap, one beer. I think he's got to start liking me a little bit. At some point, he's got to he's got to give in for sure. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Well, uh, good luck this weekend. Big money races. If you win both, $40,000. Maybe that'll make the team get their juices back, their mojo back. But I got confidence in you, Sheppy. I'm telling you right now, you're going to get your act together. You're going to win some, get some dubs. It's going to be all good season for you and the race team. But uh, good luck this weekend, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going this weekend. Um, my success rate at New Tracks is, has been pretty good in the past few years. So uh, looking forward to racing at a new track and uh, hoping for the best. Thanks for having me. All right, see you, man. See you, bud. Well, is that a Scott Bloomquist reference there, Dustin McCarty? His uh, first time at a racetrack, Scott said that one time back in uh, Lucas Oil action that he has like a 75% yeah. win percentage. Sheppy kind of doing a little Bloomquist there. I like yeah. it. Hopefully he uh, goes out <laughs> and uh, does well up there in uh, Wisconsin. You never know uh, what he could pull off. Another set of commercial breaks coming up right now. Kevin Kovac coming up after the commercials. We'll be right back. Gear up to win with Buzzy Racing. With over 40 years of experience in motorsports and countless victories, Buzzy Racing provides teams with superior drivetrain sales and service. Whether you need assistance with transmissions, gears, axles, brakes, steering, drive shafts, or differentials, we have you covered. Family owned and operated, Buzzy Racing is dedicated to our customers on track success. What are you waiting for? Visit us at buzzyracing.com to learn more.
Established in 1983, FK Rod Ends has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodends.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rod Ends, to beat the best, you gotta use the best. Racing's not a sport. Racing is a lifestyle. It's all night in the shop and long days on the road. You always push a little harder and you refuse to lose. Protect yourself. Protect your passion. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. beats going today i love them is this like country or what is this you know uh it's kind of like alternative rock country oh yeah that's like kovacs type which by the <laughs> way kevin kovacs joining us now on the integra shocks and springs hotline i feel like this is college days kovac 1990s mid 90s this music playing nice little rock that i feel like you just always love growing up <laughs> Uh, I guess so. I, I couldn't hear the music there. I'm not sure what you were playing, but um, I know it was kind of uh, reminding me of Nirvana 90s, or something. Like yeah, kind of like Nirvana oh, yeah, or definitely. something. All right, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Kovac. You were in Boone, Iowa this past weekend. Obviously, Bobby Pierce got the big win, but I got to ask. I haven't really talked to anybody. How were those three wide starts out in Iowa? Well, there was only one. It was only the feature was a three wide start. It wasn't all night, but um, it was uh. Everybody was sort of, you know, uh, I know the guys in the middle lane of uh, of each row weren't exactly thrilled with it for sure. They're like, uh, this might be a little interesting. But everybody really seemed like they, they took it easy. The track's pretty wide, especially on the straightaways. And, uh, and and it didn't, I didn't really see anybody banging together on that first lap. I'm sure there was somewhere in the, in the pack, but it, it seemed like it really went to like, yeah, Billy Moore, he was on the pole and. And I talked to him afterwards, and he said, hey, uh, everybody watched their P's and Q's on the start, and it, and it went fine. So it was definitely something uh, interesting to see, though, because uh, – yeah, and it was interesting to see it in the lineup. When you see a lineup, uh, usually you just see that, you know, two cars in each row. And you see this long three-car lineup rows, and this, it was strange, that's for sure. All right, it's now time for the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. You were on the grounds in Boone, but I even saw you on TV on Dirt Vision. You were looking good there during the redraw with your hands crossed, trying to get the little notes, so I know you got some for us. Yes, I'll stick with Boone here for the notes. Uh, a couple of little things. Uh, one that I, I, I found uh, pretty neat was, uh, or, or in, well, maybe I didn't even expect it, actually, but uh, you know Ryan Gustin, he's from Marshalltown, Iowa. He was in the field. He's a World of Outlaws uh, Rookie of the Year candidate this year. And and Marshalltown's not too far from Boone. It's uh, and it seemed like half the field of uh, half the field was uh, of the other divisions were Gustins. I mean, he had one of his brother Richie. He was running a, a modified Analate model, which he in fact Richie finished seventh in the feature on Sunday on Saturday. And then he also has another brother and a sister who was running modified uh, at, at the track. So there was a lot of Gustins in the pits and. And what was so uh, kind of, uh, I didn't realize this, but 
Ryan had never run a late model at the track before. I know they only run, he'd never run a modified or a late model at the track. Oh, wow. uh, and, it's, and it's just, you think that, man, he must have run some, but he never ran an IMCA modified much. Uh, so he never was at the Super Nationals for that. He, he'd run a stock car a couple times there, he said. Um, so, I mean, I was like, man, really? You've never raced at this track? He goes, oh, I've been here a lot of times with my, uh, with my family, but never raced one. Uh, and then another thing uh, that's kind of like boom-centric here was uh, Kyle Strickler, he, you know, the World of Outlaws uh, 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 traveler this year. All the late models were parked in the back stretch part of the back part of the pit area. I mean, the, it's a really big pit area. Remember, they have like hundreds of cars. Don't they have like a million cars there or something like that? So you have to have a big pit <laughs> I mean, area. There's a, yeah, there's a lot. And there was a lot of cars there uh, this weekend. I mean, four heats for the other divisions on, uh, on Friday and six heats on Saturday. For the, for the other modified classes. So uh, it's an expansive pits. And all the late models, they park way in the back uh, because uh, all the other ones were, you know, like everybody has their own pit area spots, all their pit stalls. But Kyle Strickler, he's like right there parked in the front row, right along with all, in the middle of all the modifieds. I'm like, what? Why is this? Why is Strickler parked here? And and, and I didn't realize it, but he, he said it, that because he won the Super Nationals there in 2014 and 15 in the modified. He actually has a as a reserve super nationals former champion spot. Wow. So he got the park right there, and he got like royalty there. I mean, and you could see that people didn't know Kyle Strickler there. There was a lot of he got like quite a few cheers when they announced his name, and and he knows a lot of those modified guys from his days running, so he kind of hung out with them. And it was it seemed like there was always quite a bit of action going around Strickler's pits, but I didn't know that there was a special spot for him. I thought he just <laughs> ended up there. Uh, and then, and then one other thing was an, was an Iowa guy who remember Boone has never had super late model races. So even Iowa drivers, like in this case, Chris Simpson, uh, they, they've never raced there. Uh, they, they never have a chance to race there. Uh, although Chris last year tried to race there. He has a modified now yeah. too. And, and he has, he didn't go to Eldora back for the, you know, member for the, um, for the intercontinental classic back at, uh, back in September. So he went to Boone for the Super Nationals when he said all he did was just sit there and rain. And he finally ran a heat race one night at two in the morning. And he woke up the next morning and said, you know what, it's raining again. I pulled out for the rest of the weekend and didn't race. He went home and watched Eldora, he said. But this weekend, his his weekend didn't last much longer this weekend. You know, with the Hawkeye 100, he uh, on Saturday, he got in a little scrape with Brent Larson in the heat race got spun around and he pulled up. I didn't even see it. Ha- this happen. Uh, he pulled up alongside of him, expresses displeasure. And apparently uh, officials deemed that he had run into him or touched him or bumped him. Uh, and, and he was disqualified for the rest of the night. So he got, he sent home, didn't even get to run the feature uh, at Boone, his home track, home, home state track. Yeah. So no features run ran in his career at Boone, <laughs> at least that we know of, but anything else? Other than Boone, or do you have one, one more Boone? Thing. Look at you, Kovac no, this Notes. Thing. It, this is more Lucas Oil-oriented, and, uh, and and it's, it's kind of a little breaking news. I don't think anybody's uh, – we haven't had it out yet, we just got – I just got confirmation uh, that uh, Talon Center, you know, the crew chief for Ricky Thornton Jr., who's you know, rookie of the year candidate on the, with the Lucas Series. I think he's fifth in points right now, doing really, really well. Uh, Talon has decided to, to leave the team. He's going to pursue some other opportunities. I think he, he's really wants to, to build race cars and, uh, and that's kind of what he's looking uh, to do within working in the chassis world. You know, he'd like to love to open his own, uh, 
a chassis business and start building cars. And I think that's what he's going to look to to work towards, although he might be with another team. But he has left, so that kind of uh, – he's a longtime friend. He, he grew up with uh, with Ricky Thornton in, in Arizona, so they're buddies for a long time. But uh, Taylor decided to do something different. And uh, now Ricky ha- is going forward. He said he's, uh, he's don't got the go-ahead from uh, Todd Burns, uh, the owner of SSI Motorsports, to move forward and – and uh, he's looking for a new crew guy. Uh, he has one crew guy, but he's looking for another to, to kind of get. It's going to be hard if you only got one crew guy to keep going on the Lucas Oil Series and, and keep the le- the level that he's been at this year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, going forward now with uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. Racing is just a carousel of opportunities. Seems like stuff comes and goes all the time in this sport. So that's a great breaking news right there. But, Kovac, before we let you go, may the fourth be with you. It's Star Wars Day. My favorite character is Obi-Wan Kenobi. We asked McCarty. His is Chewbacca. Um, Joshua Joyner's is Luke Skywalker. And Brandon Shepard, we forgot to ask him, but I would go with Darth Vader. So we got to ask you, who is your favorite Star Wars character here on Star Wars Day? I love the little Ewoks. I love those little guys. <laughs> they're, they're, the, they're awesome, man. They were, they're the best. They look very cuddly. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I've always liked the Ewoks. Well, they're kind of savages, too. They wanted to eat all of them. I know. They, they were. They're tough. They're tough little guys, you know. So, but but uh, they're, they're good. You know, like they, they're, they're, their cuteness, uh, it doesn't show you how tough they could be, I guess, right? So, yeah, that <laughs> so is, I, I like the Ewok. That is true. Well, Kovac, as always, great notes. Uh, I'll see you down the line here. Oh, hey, wait, hold on here. Yeah, McCarty's got, got something for you. Going back okay. to Boone, was there like a – big hype from the uh, fans with the three wide start or how was it? It was, I mean, they were, you could see they were interested in it. I mean, it was because it was, you know, you never see that, but although I think they do start like that at during the summer, the super nationals. Yeah. I feel uh, like I that's thought a that big was like one thing. of the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they've never seen it. They never, they never seen it with a late model and, and they did, you know, so what, there was an anticipation there. You could tell that was like, Oh my God, what could happen here? Uh, I mean, the only time I've ever remembered a, uh, you know, a, a big time three wide start. I mean, not that I've seen it, but I know it happened back in 1983 at the Nazareth National Dirt Track in Pennsylvania. They had a three wide start for a sprint car race, and it became a giant. It, there was a giant wreck. Everybody was wrecking on the first lap. So you had that little sense of well, what could happen, but it did. It went smoothly. Everybody got through it and kind of got in line and, uh, and and didn't have any problems. Awesome. Is that it, McCarty? Yeah, that was it. All right, uh, Kovac, as always, <laughs> great memorial notes section. Uh, I'll see you down the line. I think if my calculations are right, I will not see you until the dirt late model dream, which, by the way, $250,000 in 48 hours for somebody, that sounds pretty tasty. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to uh, gear up for that. I'm trying to rest up for, for that weekend. No, that one will be a long one for us, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, have a good one, Kovac. Thanks for joining us, as always. Okay, see you guys. See you, Kevin. I mean, this guy just gets notes left and right. Gabby posted a photo on Twitter of him in victory lane and said, hi, I Kevin. He's just grinding all the time, he's isn't just, he, D-Mac? He's just getting, getting in there and getting the nuggets. I had a quick little note. How about Trevor Gundaker picking up his Ooh, first career Trev. super win, uh, at Tri-City this weekend? And then Fast Freddy Carpenter, I think this was his first win of the year ever since his uh, bad wreck down there in uh, East Bay. So. hot. Good for uh, Fast Freddy out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, DMAC, let's show up this weekend's races. As I said earlier, nine races paying $10,000 or more. We got live races. We got on-demand races. Right now when you see here, or right when you see 
this on the screen, McCarty. What race are you looking forward to? Well, for me, uh, probably Batesville, the Bad Boy 98, since I'm going there. Uh, that'll be my first time going down to that track. So, uh, But uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, happens at the Thal Brawl, the rescheduled. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of car counts we have yeah. at uh, MTS in Wisconsin and LaSalle's in northern Illinois. So I don't think you're going to see too many Lane of Lincoln drivers making their way up. But they got a lot of great NASCAR sanctioned races up in that area. So hopefully those guys go out and support that event there in Fountain City, Wisconsin. But as always, Illinois, another special show. Should be a dandy. Let's go to the next page. I forgot to mention Cherokee, $5,000 to win ultimate race. We all have highlights for that. And then as always, Port Royal Speedway, $4,000 ULMS South event. That will be live on Flow. Highlights like we do every single weekend from Port Royal. They've been having great car counts. And don't forget Smoky Mountain Ray. Ray Cook and the gang, $10,053. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. Hope we can keep up. Yeah, the Spring National Series uh, so far this year has had a couple good races. Uh, last week at Tri-City, or a couple weeks ago, pretty good race. And then uh, Mac Daddy uh, oh, picked Mac up a win Daddy. at Crossville. And Tanner English picking up the win at Clarksville on Saturday. So uh, They might as well switch that name to English Motorsports Park. Yeah, he's really good there. He's won like three or four races this year. He won his first ever Summer Nationals race there a few years few years back, so Tanner English is always competing there at Clarksville. They have a big summer nationals race, but DMAC, it's time to go. Yep. It was a great time. show. It's closing <laughs> time. But I thought you did very well, McCarty. Asking questions. Yeah. I, I let the right. reins I mean, off a little bit for you, bud. What's that? I let the reins go a little bit for yeah. you. A little looser for you. That's all right. I'm I'd give myself maybe like a C plus. I'll give, give you a B minus. Today right. was a hey C C's get degrees. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, C get degrees. They do, especially in college. Well, everybody, <laughs> hope you guys have a safe and fun weekend. Get out to a racetrack if you cannot get to one. Check out Flow Racing. Plenty of live races. You can watch the replays. Cannot wait to see you at the racetrack coming up. Big weekend in store. Nine races, paying ten thousand dollars or more. It is going to be a barn burner, crazy weekend in dirt late model racing. I'm Derek Kessinger. So long.